I'm Amber Tresca, and this is About IBD. It's my mission to educate people living with Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis about their disease and to bring awareness to the patient journey. Welcome to episode 91. It is my pleasure to introduce to you Derek Mari. Derek lives with Crohn's disease by way of a long diagnostic process that included an initial misdiagnosis of ulcerative colitis. Derek is an actor, writer, and filmmaker. His IBD journey has inspired him to create a story that explores the way people cope with living with a chronic illness. On this episode, he's going to tell you about his life with IBD and how it has impacted his chosen career path in entertainment. We also discuss the short film Derek made called Crony. And here's the best part. The short film is only one scene from Derek's full-length movie script. His next goal is to film a full-length feature movie from his script, which follows a character who lives with Crohn's disease and explores how he copes with chronic illness. He will tell you how he has integrated his IBD into his work, why he was compelled to tell this story, and how you can get involved. Derek, thank you so much for coming on About IBD. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, I'm super excited. I have so many questions for you. A couple of them have to do with your IBD journey, but I have to be honest, most of them have nothing to do with your IBD journey. Okay, great. But first, let's just get a level set and let's talk about your actual diagnosis journey and how you got to a diagnosis and, you know, what kind of bumps happened along the way? What kind of things happened? Yeah, no, that's a good question. I, I want to say first off, usually with like recording podcasts or any types of videos, I'm sometimes nervous about uh, my stomach making a sound and creeping into the audio, but I feel very comfortable here. I feel like it's almost encouraged. <laughs> so thank you for creating that space. Um, yeah, so I am 25 years old. I live in Los Angeles. Um, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis when I was 15. I was growing up in Modesto, California, which is a small agricultural town in the Central Valley of California, and uh, had a solid year of like pain and symptoms and going to different doctors and wasn't finding the right doctor. There weren't enough uh, doctors specializing in IBD or ulcerative colitis, Crohn's specifically. And uh, so I was on a lot of like topical medicines uh, or oral medicines rather. And uh, yeah, trying to figure out really what was going on with my body. But it wasn't until I was 18 when I uh, moved down south to Los Angeles, started going to film school in LA and I started going to UCLA Health. And uh, there started going to a gastroenterologist who uh, diagnosed me with Crohn's instead of ulcerative colitis and kind of like filled me in on like the neglect that I'd been experiencing. Like I had, my symptoms had flared and I had gotten progressively worse, unfortunately. And I started going on, I guess, after a year of then trying all these different medicines, uh, which is also during my first year of college, which is like, you know, not the most glamorous disease when you're a freshman in college, uh, eventually started going on Remicade, which is like a six-week infusion. And since then, I've really gotten my symptoms under control. And I've been in remission for almost two years now. So was pain the biggest symptom that you had really in the beginning? Yeah, yeah. 
definitely like the very beginning, like 14, 15 years old, just having stomach pain and cramps 24 seven. And, you know, kind of like a lot of it was connected to anxiety and puberty and like, what is going on with my body? And then not, are we allowed to get graphic on this Absolutely. podcast? Absolutely, please do. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I hope this reaches the world. Then when the stools started getting bloody, then we're like, oh, something's going on internally and this is this needs to be taken care of. So that's when I started seeing a doctor and, and started getting on medicine. Mm-hmm. How did they diagnose you? Did they do a colonoscopy or what yeah. did they look at? Yeah, colonoscopy, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's when they that's when they told you ulcerative colitis. Yes. Yes. So then when you started seeing a different physician who was, I don't know, maybe this is fair to say, maybe a little more competent or a little more educated about IBD. Yeah. What did they do that then changed your diagnosis? Also did a colonoscopy. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think also. You know, I don't actually know. I, I'm trying to edu- educate myself about IBD and the spectrum of ulcerative colitis and Crohn's and all of the above. I'm still on that journey to learning more about it. But I think, I think my symptoms had just gotten worse and my disease had gotten worse over the years. So that when I did get that colonoscopy, almost four or five years later, there were there was more damage and there were more flares, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, by then he was like, this is kind of severe. We're going to label it as Crohn's and uh, we're going to put you on some new medicine. This is kind of severe. That's yeah. exactly what you want to hear. I know. Imagine <laughs> hearing that. I'm like, great. What have I been doing for the past five years? <laughs> exactly. Well, getting worse, apparently, and yeah. very unfortunately. So you were in college and yes. all of this is going on, but you're now a filmmaker, you're a director, mm-hmm. you're also a writer, mm-hmm. amongst many other things, actor as well. Wow, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but here's my question though. Somebody who has IBD, who is going to go into the entertainment, into any of these professions, yeah. like that's a, that's a difficult prospect. Did you ever have anybody sort of pull you aside and say, eh, I don't know about this for you? You know, the film industry is so difficult in so many different ways. It's mentally taxing as well as physically laborious. And mm-hmm. yeah, having a autoimmune disease in the film industry, it's really, really hard to navigate that. Um, because starting out, I just wanted to be on set as much as possible. And production sets, the minimum is 12 hours a day, usually for like union SAG stuff. So I was running about 14, 16 hours a day, also trying to get to class on the days that I wasn't on set, not getting enough sleep, not regulating my diet. So I think that also like really contributed to uh, the flare of my disease. But yeah, I mean, luckily, uh, around like my sophomore year of college, so I was probably 21, 22, if I'm doing that math correctly, (laughs) Um, I started to just tell people like when I would get a new job, I would tell my bosses like, listen, this is a thing that I have every six weeks, I have to go to treatment. There may be days that I'm not feeling well. And it's it's not because I'm uh, immoralized by the industry (laughs) or demoralized by the industry. I mean, it's because I'm not feeling well. Mm -hmm. And I did start to learn that there weren't many people even like aware of what Crohn's was. 
So then it became a a responsibility of mine to educate others. Mm -hmm. And as a 21 year old, you know, just trying to get a hold of my health in general, it's hard. So I will say to people, if there's anyone listening who has some some form of IBD and is interested in the film industry, it's not impossible. I mean, as long as you're honest with yourself and the people that you work with, you will find a community of filmmakers or production crew or whatever who understand the importance of taking care of yourself while also doing your job. You also had your diagnosis changed during this yeah. time. And that's a really big thing. I mean, it's hard enough getting that first diagnosis, although I don't think I'm too far off the mark for a lot of people to say that it can sometimes be a relief to mm-hmm. hear, to have a name to it and then say, OK, now here's the treatment and here's what we're going to do. Yeah. But then to turn it around and now you've got to wrap your brain around something completely different. Were you even aware about Crohn's disease, you know, and how it's different from ulcerative colitis? Or how did this all strike you when it happened? You know, again, I think I'm still learning. I think there's like a misconception that Crohn's is the more severe version of ulcerative colitis. Mm -hmm. And I think I kind of uh, make that mistake sometimes when talking about my journey, like at first being diagnosed with ulcerative colitis and then being diagnosed with Crohn's. It's not the case at all. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, when I was re-diagnosed with Crohn's, the real battle and the real struggle was that all the medicines that I had tried for ulcerative colitis weren't helping. So I had to do a whole new like trial of different prescriptions. And I never tried Humira, but that was talked about a lot as the next step. And then, I mean, I guess we can talk into or or, uh, get into it further. But um, when I was like 22, I was so sick that I I had such a horrible flare-up and I was in the hospital for about a week. And that was the precursor to going on Remicade. So that kind of was like, okay, Remicade is, my doctor talked about it being like a like emergency drug use because it is intense, you know? It's like a six-week infusion for as long as necessary. So I started going on that and that, yeah, got everything under control, luckily. Yeah, it sounds like your disease was severe, though. So it was really, you know, sounds like it was the right choice that some of the other things probably weren't going to knock it into remission for you. So, yeah, great to be able to hit it hard in that way. And Mm -hmm. um, so that you could move on to do this great work that you're doing. You have a short film that is called Crony. Yes. (laughs) There's so many things in it that speak to the IBD community. Ah. Amazing. I loved it. But how did you get there from doing the other films that you did, many of which, of course, I've also watched and enjoyed oh, very much. Amazing. But uh, <laughs> I've, been, I've been actually sending them to people. I'm like, you guys, you got to watch this. So, <laughs> that is the best thing. Wow. Thank you. But yeah. So how did you come around to making this marriage between your health journey and then your career? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't my first film, but it was my first film that dealt with Crohn's or any kind of chronic illness scenario, any subject matter about that within the characters. Um, I started writing that film when I was in the hospital. I it, it, It's such a cliche Hollywood story, but I truly was just at my wit's end and feeling like so alienated from my peers, uh, especially within the film industry. And I was doing a lot of comedy, uh, like improv and sketch at the Upright Citizens Brigade in LA. And through that kind of 
kind of found the bravery to like use personal stories and experiences and implement those into comedic material and kind of finding like healing through humor, if that makes sense. Um, and so I'm in the hospital. There's discussions about surgery. There's discussions about prednisone, and which I have done hundreds of times. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this new mysterious uh, medication, which is an IV, you know, and I, I was just feeling like confused, uh, a little scared. And so I started writing about a character my age with Crohn's and his journey towards self-acceptance filled with like humor and heart and uh yeah wrote that uh script over the the following year and then eventually pulled a scene from the feature length script and produced it as a short film it's an eight minute film that we submitted to some festivals and yeah the the short film uses crones more thematically because it also uh comes along with the news of the main characters parents announcing their divorce and that kind of their parallel storylines are that uh, everyone's got their thing that they hide from others that, you know, their invisible struggle that eventually come up and surface and you have to recognize and reckon with and accept or uh, deal with the consequences. So we used Crohn's more thematically in the short film. But the audience response that we were receiving at film festivals where people would come up and be like, thank you so much for making like a crummy tummy joke. <laughs> it just made me so, it was so encouraging. It was so inspiring. And I got to talk to so many people. And then over the past year, we've been on this journey towards producing the feature. Did a lot of people come up to you after seeing your short film and say, I live with Crohn's disease or I have a family member or a friend? Did that happen a lot? Yes, yes, yes. And it was, and to hear them say thank you for talking about it, even though I felt a, a sense of guilt because the short film is titled Crony and the short film deals more with the divorce of the parents rather than the actual daily struggles of Crohn's disease. But just hearing people say thank you for talking about Crohn's and like making a joke out of it, not you know what I mean? <laughs> Finding the humor in the struggle is it's empowering to others. It is in the way your mother in the film deals with it. It's just <laughs> I think we will all recognize our mothers in that. So it was really yeah. it was very funny. <laughs> yeah. How often are I, I'm in a bad mood and someone goes, oh, is it your tummy? Are you having a flare? It's like, no. <laughs> and there's actually a lot in that because I'm a mother. So, you know, I identify with the parent in that. Yeah. But I saw her, you know, her care for you, mm -hmm. but also kind of pushing back on that to be like, not everything is about my Crohn's disease, you know? Yes, exactly. And also, for instance, you can feel bad just and it doesn't have anything to do with your IBD. Yeah. But when somebody gives you bad news, you could just feel bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. And this character, especially in the short film, is at a place where he would rather treat the disease as it's perceived, which is invisible. So he, he's not ready to talk about it. But uh, fortunately, we are on track to producing the feature, which is where I'm really excited to really authentically represent like the daily struggles of having a chronic illness, especially one that's invisible. Yeah, absolutely.
the full-length feature film. You have a partner that's helping you to get this film made. And how are you going to go about this? Because as I'm sure you know, depiction of IBD almost never happens in film or TV. When it does, a lot of times it's connected to, for instance, um, a stoma or ileostomy or colostomy. And it's usually portrayed as really like a bad thing that this person doesn't have a life anymore. And we would really love to see that you can still, as many of us know, you can still have a a full and vibrant life living with IBD. So tell me about this about the about the full length feature yeah uh so about we're recording this in almost march 2021 and in march 2020 right after uh the world was starting to shut down due to COVID 19 not to bring that up but (laughs) (laughs) it's in everything it's like it's in our pores we can't get away from it right i I didn't know if we wanted to pretend just for the sake of the podcast Uh, it doesn't exist but uh yeah that kind of provided the opportunity to start looking at the feature film and uh putting a focus on the work that would come with trying to see if it was doable we we uh i partnered with dan sema he is an incredible producer and he read the script and felt really drawn to it i won't speak on his behalf but he does not have any form of ibd but uh found catharsis and relatability in the the search for identity and coming to terms with an aspect of yourself and those themes are kind of you know more universal yeah, we did a budget breakdown and a schedule breakdown. And then we were like, wow, this thing is doable. And we think that there's an audience that would love to see something like this. I mean, myself included. The reason I wrote this was because I wanted to see something like this 10 years ago when I was just figuring out a diagnosis. So over the past year, Dan and I have built production assets such as like a lookbook, which is like a visual document to show to people, to convey our vision. We have the short film, we're attaching talent, we're going to producers and potential investors. And we've gotten to the point where we feel very strongly about the network that we've established and the supporters that we've met with, including Crohn's and colitis organizations and just individuals living with the disease. And we are getting ready to launch what's called a WeFunder campaign. That's essentially Kickstarter, which is for donations. Uh, WeFunder is for investments. So we are launching our campaign mid-March. And that that, uh, gives people the opportunity to invest in the film and then potentially receive a share of the profits once the film makes money after its release. I want to ask you, too, about even the name of the film. Yeah even telling people that you have a form of IBD, like that's something that you have to come around to, yeah. you know, it doesn't happen right away. But the name of your film is really taking it to yourself. Mm-hmm. You're calling yourself a crony. Yeah. You're several years into your disease journey now. But even so, I think that's a really big thing to do. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I think so too. I think at first, I mean, the film is very, it's semi-autobiographical. The character is along the same journey that I am still on, but uh, a little further along. But kind of using crony as uh, a term to describe the feeling of isolation. I'm not like other people. I'm a crony. I'm, <laughs> I feel like an outsider. But then discovering there's a whole community of cronies 
And that is such a beautiful thing that once you meet those people and feel like you're part of something bigger and you're like, oh, this word that I use self-deprecatingly is actually really empowering. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's something that the character discovers, but that's also something that I'm discovering just by doing this film, like still pursuing it as a feature and continually meeting with people like yourself who are just part of that community and really awesome, amazing people. Yes, I always say people with IBD are literally the best people that you are ever going to meet because yeah. we have been through some stuff. Yeah. Um, so, and speaking of going through some stuff. I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> the, the very act of writing about your diagnosis, uh, your disease, how other people reacted to it, mm-hmm. how you are figuring out your career and just living with it. That is not an easy thing to do. So you said you wrote a lot of it in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, how did that work for you in terms of processing? Did it help you process? Did you learn new things? Because I have to tell you, whenever I sit down to write about my own disease journey, like, yeah. it takes a while. And yeah. like, it's sometimes taken me decades to write about things. So I'm always curious to learn from other writers how they deal with the emotions and what their process is. Yeah, that's a really great question. This all started early, like January 2018. So it's been about three years. Um, and the the script has taken on so many different versions. I think at first it was simply for myself. It was an exercise in confronting something that I had neglected and yeah a form of self-acceptance to implement it into my art and uh, really just kind of uh, purge those feelings and I will say that the first draft was an angry draft (laughs) I was mad about the disease and I was mad about how it made me feel in society and then started sharing it with some friends that I really trust and they gave me wonderful notes And as the script evolved and became more of a full-fleshed, three-dimensional story, uh, I started submitting it to festivals and screenwriting competitions, such as like the Sundance Lab, which is like a really exciting lab that they do for up-and-coming filmmakers, and was amazed that it started placing in things. And we were getting really positive feedback because what felt to me like maybe too niche of a subject matter it had, like I said earlier, universal implications. Yeah, that's that's kind of when I was like, oh, maybe this is a thing that other people will want to see. Because up until that point, it was purely for me, <laughs> which was a, an exciting discovery. Yeah, and I think that's true. Even like with other disease states, the more people that I meet who live with rheumatoid arthritis or you know another immune-mediated condition, mm-hmm. We have so much in common. I think we all think that maybe we're in our own disease silo and we have to think about it that way. But there's so much crossover in your short film The you know, the, oh, is it your tummy (laughs) type of thing? Um, But people that live with other diseases have that same kind of thing. The people around them tend to just kind of focus on that thing. And as you said before, like, but we all have a thing. Yes. It's just different for each of us. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And again, uh, on this journey towards meeting with people who understand and relate, I've met so many people on the autoimmune chronic illness spectrum. It's not just Crohn's specific or IBD specific, really. And 
yeah, like you said, everyone understands some uh, facet of this life. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. The drugs, the doctor's appointments, oh, the yeah. insurance companies, like we oh, all deal yeah. with those things. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk for a minute about how people can find the WeFunder page and yeah. then also where people can watch the film that you already have out, plus a lot of other films. It was was so fun to go there and, look, and see all the things that you've done. It was just like a little just like a little treasure box of fun films. <laughs> so and uh, any social media that you'd like to share. Yeah, first off, thank you. That's that's so cool that you checked out our, our stuff. Yeah, so we just launched our social media for Crony. Um, that's where we're posting daily updates and, you know, uh, sharing about our crew, our talent, talking about our process to get to where we are today. So you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Crony Movie, uh, one word, wefunder.com. I think if you just search crony on WeFunder. you can find the campaign there but we'll also be sharing it and and, and uh posting about it on our social media and then myself i'm on instagram and twitter at director derek i will put all of this information in the show notes and on the page on my website about ibd.com so i just have one more fun question for you okay so many times I ask other people questions and I really just, I don't even know how I would answer them. What's your favorite film? Oh, my favorite film. Hands down, E.T. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. Yeah, yeah, E.T. And when I talk about this question, people are usually like, is that your current favorite movie or is it because you grew up loving it? And I think both. <laughs> E.T. is such a, a pure amazing film and I it definitely was like the first film as a child that I remember watching and being like oh somebody made this like this is art that required work (laughs) and thought and uh became obsessed with it and I still love it to this day Mm -hmm. do you remember how old you were when you saw it I think and this may age me a little as in like making me sound like I'm an absolute child But um, I think I was five or six when I first watched it. Yeah. I will just tell you, Derek, that I was in fourth grade when that movie came out. (laughs) Um, If it means anything, I saw the re-release in theaters. Oh, you did? Oh, that's so fun. Oh, after you you had already seen it at home? Yeah, yeah. On VHS, watching it over and over and over. Oh my gosh, that's fantastic though. Being able to see a movie in the theaters after you've only ever seen it on your TV at home. Yeah. That's yeah. really a f- wonderful experience. Really exciting and really just was like the foundation of loving theater and cinema so much. I love that answer. It was so not what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I love those answers. Um the best. Great. So <laughs> thank you so much for coming on my show. Thank you for oh, your thank work. You. Thank you for all the work that you're going to do in the future. Um, I really am very, very impressed with your work. No, that's the best compliment. Thank you so much. I mean, thank you for having me on this and thank you for being so amazing. I mean, we we met just a few weeks ago, but you've already done so much for us and we really, truly appreciate you. Hey, super listener. Thanks to Derek Mari for sharing his experiences in living with Crohn's disease and in bringing awareness to the patient journey through his films. The IBD community is special. Even though we are all over the world, we're still a tight-knit group, 
and many of us regard one another as family. I think that's never more true than when it comes to supporting one another. That's why I know you'll be excited to view Derek's short film, Crony, and his other work at vimeo.com slash director Derek. You can also find him on Twitter and Instagram as at director Derek. And the Crony movie is on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as at Crony movie. That way you can keep up with all that Derek is working on and the status of the full length feature film. I will put all of these links in the show notes and on my episode 91 page on aboutibd.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, until next time, I want you to know more about IBD. About IBD is a production of Mal and Tal Enterprises. It is written, produced, and directed by me, Amber Tresca. Mix and sound design is by Matt Cooney. Theme music is from Cooney Studio. There's almost always a bleep in the outtakes. Okay. So, <laughs> what kind of bleep are we talking about? Like a little duck quack, or are we talking about just traditional? Hey, you thought the episode was over, but it's not. I want to let you know that the WeFunder campaign for the Crony movie is open right now. You can head to WeFunder.com and search for Crony to be a part of it. Go there when this episode really does end and find out how you can help get this movie made. Also, I know you have social media accounts and I know you have friends. So maybe you can share this podcast and about the Crony movie on your Instagrams and your TikToks and your Facebooks. Go to WeFunder.com and search for Crony, which is spelled C-R-O H-N-I-E. Thanks a bunch, and I look forward to seeing your posts.